Hello, welcome to the OK Roundtable. I'm Kim Sex. And I'm Andrew Fart Rodriguez. And unfortunately, there's only two of us here. And so it's gonna be a very it's gonna be a very intimate um affair here with the two of us. Uh welcome to what was that? What was the, the, the Wayne's World show? Was it just called Wayne's World? I guess it was just called Wayne's World, huh? Just Wayne's World. Yeah. Damn it. I was just thinking because they were... <laughs> I keep on thinking that it's not just Wayne's World. They had like another name for the show. Like what the... was the name of that show that's live on Saturday night? Uh, uh, I know what it was. Uh, uh, Mad TV. Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> they do it live every night. It's crazy. <laughs> no. Uh, I've had a... a... A bit of a day, not just a bit of a week, yeah, but yeah. A, a bit of a day. A I wish, day. I wish I stayed in bed. If I'll oh. say this, damn, you had a, you had an Arnold from the Magic School Bus day. Yeah, like I should have stayed in bed. I, I shouldn't have stayed home. I should have stayed home. <laughs> so it, it's it's a time of year where the sun is at a particular angle. Where when I'm going to work, because I have to drive east to go to work, which is a fucking nightmare enough as it is. But it's at a it's at a particular angle now where it's like in my eyes, like even no matter like I have to kind of like bob and weave the rearview mirror and the shader to to kind of not be blinded the whole fucking time. Okay. Uh, and then I mean sunglasses don't help, or is it just overwhelming? I either have sunglasses or my glasses. I need uh, to get I need to get and my right, bad things. eyes. If I had, if I didn't have, specialize. but it's only, it's only for distance. Like it's, it's like, other than that, up close, I'm fine, but it's distance. That right. I, they're I'm only wrong. broken in one way. Yeah. I, one, I know some people are broken all the way. Yeah. Like one Yeah. Can't see, can't see shit. So, and these are transitional lenses. So I have to be out in the sun and we all know how like the winch, the windshield of a vehicle has UV protection. So it doesn't allow UV to hit this and darken it. So... Right. Well, shit. I need to get prescription sunglasses. Um, it's kind of, kind of the inverse problem of, of when it's like a, an overcast day, and that's when you get the worst damage to your eyes because you're, you're getting high UV, but your eyes aren't aren't you're, you're not squinting to avoid them. You know? so right. But then, luckily, I have that where if UV is hitting them, regard, regardless of how much sun it is, like boom, I get to have this nice little wah, like wah, wah, I'm protected. But so I'm I'm on my I'm on my way, right? Uh and I'm I'm take I'm taking the turn. And for some reason at this intersection, traffic like slows down or stops, and I think there must be an accident or some sort of construction, something. I don't know. There's cones on the road. So I'm like maybe more probably construction. I don't know. But either way, we instantly get backed up. And then like so I'm I'm in the turning lane to turn into uh this side road. And um an amazing thing happened. Like, everything started moving, and I thought, oh, okay. And, like, for some reason, like, for for a moment, like, the sun hit my eye, and I was like, oh, like that. And I see the the vehicle, you know, not the one directly in front of me start moving. And uh, so, like, I kind of slipped off the brake and hit the gas pedal, and I I hit the person in front of me. Good. So, so there's there's a particular little little problem that I that I have that I have to now. Um, luckily, 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 like 
we didn't get anything else involved, and it's all going to be settled privately. But that right, means that means that means that now I have to uh, replace a bumper of a vehicle. <laughs> That's going to be like seven hundred dollars. That sucks. And I'm just like, cool, cool. That's what I wanted. To, to pay seven hundred dollars for that, so that's kind of how my day started. That was the beginning of my day, and it only it only it only got more annoying uh, from there. I don't know if if you ever been in an accident, like have you ever been in anything like that? Oh yeah, I, I've been hit three times since I bought the Jeep. Always settled privately, or do you go through insurance? I mean, I have a dash cam. Oh, and I have a Jeep. I don't take any damage. So then you do go through insurance? Like, no, I, I don't oh. take any damage. It's their fault. So I'm just like... This this one was my I'm fault. Not, <laughs> I'm not putting an accident on my record because you're dumb and fucked up your car. Yeah, that was... Like, a... What you shouldn't have done? You shouldn't have driven your car in front of a Jeep with a steel bumper despite me having right-of-way. Because I have dash cam footage of you doing that. And I've taken no damage. I, I got like... It, it kind of... I just have, I kind of have like a weird, like scratch, on my car, my on my truck, and like the the license plate holder, like one of the screws popped off, and I was like, ah. Oh. But the, everything other than that, like, that could be a, a quick buff out and then repaint, no big deal. But I, fucking collapsed that other bumper, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was just like, what, what did you hit? Uh. Uh, an F one fifty, I think. With an F three fifty? No, with with my personal truck with a a, a, oh. a, a Ram fifteen hundred. Oh, okay. So I, I got I got a scratch on it. it. wasn't It wasn't bad, but yeah, that's uh. He's got to fix his shit. Yeah. Yeah, but now, well, because especially more so because it was a company truck. Right? It was someone's work truck. And so, like, immediately what he did is he called his boss. I'm like, yeah, makes sense. No, yeah. That's what you got, you got to do. That's what you, what you do. And so then they then he had to call his boss, and then they're like, yeah, we'd rather not deal with insurance. I'm like, me either. So that's what I get to... Yeah, that's, get, that's messy. That's what, I get to, that's what I get to deal with for the foreseeable future. At least, at least, I mean, at least for the next couple of weeks or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it's like, whoa, so uh, how, come, how come you're going to be broke for a while? Well... <laughs> I was I'm paying a stupid tax. I'm paying a stupid tax. And that's just kind of how, you know, life is sometimes. When you when you do when you do something stupid, you got to pay for it. Luckily, I'm in a position where I can be like next month I have an extra pay period. Mm. So like it kind of lined up perfectly for me to be like, okay. <laughs> I have an extra pay period in the month. That's where that's gonna go towards. It's like, all right, cool. We're, oh well, no, no toys, no fancy things for me. It's gonna be just repairing someone else's shit. So that's where I'm at. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't know. It was just like I hate driving east to go to work every morning. It's this, and then that means though, when I'm leaving work, driving west, so I get to get the rising sun. And then, as I'm going home, the setting sun. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. What? Yep. Like, I've, I've had to do that too. Had to do that too. It's definitely not something that I um, 
care for much. But no, it fucking sucks. I mean, it's I, that's why I like overcast weather here. Like whenever it does go overcast, I'm just like, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, overcast is great for me. I'm I'm solid overcast. So, the Overwatch League uh, is now sponsored by Bud Light. What are your thoughts on a beer sponsor for an esports league such as Overwatch League? Because eh? I know some people, some people have gotten kind of like, oh well, you know, it's a game marketed yeah, to kids. Yeah, First scan that that reads a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, it is somewhat marketed towards kids, not necessarily children, but certainly under the drinking age. No, I, I guess I don't quite understand what market they're trying to hit. I mean, if they're, they're aiming for eighteen to thirty-five, but the problem is that the people in the the players are. Are, are any 18 to 35 year olds just clamoring for Bud Light? Well, I mean, I don't think it matters. I mean, a lot of the discussion that, had, that was around it was about, like, well, you know, football and football all have, like, alcohol sponsors, and no one gives a shit. Hockey has beer sponsors, no one gives a shit. Like, I mean, that's- yeah, but that's marketed to adults who are drinking while they're watching, which kind of makes sense. And I guess they're trying to make that happen for Overwatch League. But, like, it's never going to happen as long as you're only going to let Korean children play. Like, it's just not going to work. Like, I, I just, I, I don't understand what their market strategy is. I don't get what they're trying to do. Yeah, I, I find, I just find it, you know, I find it weird. That's it. I just find it weird. A little bit. I do a little bit, too. I understand, like, you're going to go where, where the money, where money talks, because they, they now have like Toyota, Coca Cola, and all this other stuff. So like Bud Light, I'm like, okay, I guess. And I think that's why it's weird though now that for the World Cup, previous World Cup uh, attendees will not be able to go because they changed the rules. Because the Overwatch World Cup used to be a place where like people and contenders and stuff, the place where a lot of players who are not 18 yet tend to tend to relegate and hang around. That's where they would also shine along with the Overwatch League pros. So, like, you have these pros who come in, and then it's not just a, like, it's not just a pro showcase. It's a tier two, tier three showcase along with the pros. If you have, because you know how it is, It's it's a team game. If you have the proper support to, like, really pop off, you can really show off what it is. And if you have an entire team that's like, we're going to play around you, just kind of show off how you're you're playing, that's the strategy or whatever, and you make you make someone shine so they can get signed, it makes sense. Like you, when you have someone at that, that caliber of player helping you out. Well, they make, they changed the rules to um, not allow anyone under 18. They It's like... So there are some people who were there last year who were 16 who are not allowed to be there this year. They're 17. Right. And it's like, who are you? Who are you? Like, why? Why? Why are you doing that? I wonder if it wasn't a legal issue. You know, it it probably could have been. It probably could have been a completely legal issue. The more I dive into the corporate America, the more I realize that that's what moves everything. Is nothing happens unless there's a lawsuit to force it. Nobody, nobody tries anything unless there's a lawsuit to make somebody have to do something. So. 
Well, they also they also have a they also have like a sixteen slot tournament system, right? For that. But they're only only the top ten teams are getting paid flights and hotels and amenities that everyone else would have to provide for themselves. So that means, right. considering it's the World Cup, say you're a player in I don't know Japan or whatever, and you guys didn't make top ten, you're number eleven. It's like okay, so now because you didn't make it to the top ten, you and your entire team have to make flights and arrangements and shit to go to Los Angeles. And then pay for your hotels and pay for everything. And a lot of these players are like, again, they're really young because that's where that talent comes from. So you're asking a bunch of 18-year-old students or like just 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids. Like, oh, yeah, just have an entire thing blocked out for us. It's like, I don't know, dude. That's that's a bit bit rough. There's, There's a lot of... There's a lot of... A lot of contention around that. If, I don't know. I don't know if contention is the right word, but it's a lot of a lot of debate about like why they would do that. Right. I'm, I'm betting it was legal, something or other. You think that um, being drink- maybe in order to get a beer sponsor, they had to limit it to at least 18 year olds, and they're not willing to turn down the money. Probably something like that. Maybe. It just seems. It just seems strange. And you know it could have been a uh, sponsorship sponsorship issue. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I wonder if Dreamcast had anything to do with it. <laughs> They're like, we can't have that again. We can't have younger than eighteen people. No, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. Everyone needs to be at least of legal age in this country. Okay, sure. So I guess to more positive news. But still related to Overwatch, the workshop has been re- releasing some pretty interesting things. Like, what what have you seen, what are some of the things you've seen that have uh, kind of got you? Uh, my my favorite so far has been the when the higher he drops from, the more damage his Earth Shatter does. Oh yeah, the the, the Earth the Earth Shatter that, change that just makes so much sense. Like, it's great. I like that. Uh, the the one that that I I showed you earlier in the week that was Roadhog, where his hook works like an actual grappling hook, uh, as well as his you know scorpion pull thing. That's oh right, where well, you're basically uh, Spider Pig, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spider Pig. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the game type name if you're gonna fucking pick it. Spider it's Pig. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean I've like, seen some I, interesting I, ones. I've watched uh, uh, Spider-Verse, like... I've probably watched Spider-Verse now more than I've watched any of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies combined. Which is crazy. I just... I actually like it a lot and keep watching it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so surprised that's Nick Cage. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so great, good. It's so good. It. It's so it, good. It, it's, a, it's a really good movie. It's really, it really is. Hot take. Hot take. The movie that won Best Animated Picture at the Oscars... It's a pretty yeah. good movie. Turns out. Popular movie. It's good. <laughs> Hottest take 2019. That's what you're here for. The for the for the hottest commentary. But yeah, I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, everyone keeps on talking about like it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird the discussion on the forums about like well the people who actually know coding are going to understand how limited it is and the people who who don't are overhyping it probably. And it's like yeah, maybe. 
It's not. It's not let's a. Just, just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Like it's like, gonna. Some some people poo pooed uh, uh, Forge too, or like, oh, it's gonna be limited. You can't do shit with it. And people kept breaking Forge to the point where where Bungie had to keep updating Forge to do the shit they broke it to do. Yeah, they were like, oh, you can do that. Okay, yeah, should just add that in. Let's yeah. fucking add that. And in. that was with a fucking Xbox 360. Like, just, just give people a, a chance to play with it and see what happens. Well, I mean, now that since they released Forge uh, on PC, like you can do fucking. Lots of crazy shit. Pretty excited about like, that too. I mean, there it is. Collection. Oh, I'm still like I can see them, like sitting there going, "Like we need to get it right. We need to get it right. We need to get it right." And it's like, okay, understood. You can patch it. But is there a way that I can like not have to pay full price for every fucking game again? <laughs> if I already have the Master Chief Collection. Right. Like I, I feel like it should be like let, let, let me let me buy reach separate and give me the others is is a bonus right I mean that's kind of how or not a, you know bonus half off fuck I'll pay half off but like, don't make me pay the whole thing again I mean I will I you know that I will like you're gonna be that guy I but if will. you want if you want some goodwill uh, you know some brownie points and maybe some leeway when things don't go perfectly smooth at launch make the price nice and we won't care yeah like. I don't know. People were upset about Halo 5's, like, the rec system where you buy cards and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, they, they're making money somehow. And then a lot of that went to sponsored tournaments. Like, I don't know if you remember when they had the uh, the HCS stuff. It's like, yeah. yeah. The, and the more you bought, the more you supported those packs, the higher the price pool was for those players. Like, it was beneficial for the community for you yeah, to be and open. Those, those. ones ever bought. Yeah. Community pools. Uh, mm-hmm. Same with Rocket League. I bought I bought packs for that just to support your tournaments. Like I'm I'm cool with that. Like, I like supporting things with my money when I have any. When there's some available. When there is some. When I have external funds, I like to spend those on the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. You got to make it me want to enjoy them though. Yep. Hmm. How do you do that? I need, I need new tires. I don't want to get cheap ones, which means that I can't afford to get the ones that I want because they're not cheap. You know, it's it's one of those things where um, it, when you when you really think about like okay, things that are important, tires, high up there, a mattress, a mattress, high up there. I have a great mattress. Like if you're thinking about the longevity of your well-being of your vehicle, there are certain things where you're just kind of like gotta get it like and so I, I have I have uh, top notch boots and merino wool socks uh, I have oh yeah oh yeah merino wool you need to try it I'm gonna have to look up that by it. so what is it? it what is it it's just wool uh, but but wool is a really good uh, uh, textile to make socks out of mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't change its temperature when it's wet uh, and it's I don't know it's just good shit dude it's really comfortable like you're sitting there thinking like wool socks and and somewhere I'm gonna die, but you don't notice you're wearing them. They're just super comfortable and they kind of mold around your feet. Uh, Overweight Nights Roundtable brought to you by Merino Wool Socks. If we, if Unless we, that's could... a brand name, in which case we are not. In which case, but if you are though, what's up? Apparently, I mean, talk to me. Apparently, big uh, fan, big fan. I'll have to try that out though. Like I didn't realize that was yeah. a thing. 
Oh man, I, love it. I just love get, it. I just get like, I just wear my socks down until like, I basically ride the wheel like that, the wheels until the fault they fall off kind of thing for my socks. Like, oh look, there's a hole in them, and I throw that away, and then I move on, and I buy another big old pack of socks. And no, dude, if like, if I'm unhappy about putting on a pair of socks, I just go out and buy new socks immediately. It's one of the few things that I'm just, I'm, I'm I don't know compulsive about i will just i need good socks can't can't settle for less on that i i I, I just i just don't think about it i just think like oh look there's a a little worn down i know what it's like to not have good socks i don't know what it's like to have good socks i just have socks like i just have the regular shit off the shelf socks get good socks (laughs) I never need new shoes. Like they're, mine are worn down quite a bit. I know that shoes are like another one of those things where you gotta you gotta be up on up on top of having your I good can, shoes. I can give you recommendations. Uh, For uh, shoes? No, I'm gonna go with the 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 dad the dad mode and get New Balance. No, <laughs> new Balance, yeah. Hell no, yeah, man. Uh, I uh, I wear uh, hiking boots every day. Actually, it's my my go-to. I, I can't. Well, mainly because I uh, maybe I mean my, maybe that's my experience because I always wear steel toe. Any anything that I've ever worn like that has been steel toe, and therefore extra weight, therefore can be slightly annoying to deal with on a day to day when it's just like not for work. Right. Like I just want to slip on some tennis shoes and get the fuck out the door. <laughs> like I don't want to fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an Amazon link to to what I wear. Because they're super comfortable. Oh. I can go. I I I took these things from my home in Birmingham to the airport, over to Atlanta, over to Las Vegas, drove up to Utah and hiked a national park without having to change shoes, and never once felt even remotely uncomfortable. That's some high praise. That's a that's a that's battle tested. That's some I real battle tested shit right there. I mean, I I put. 3,000 miles on them bad boys last year across the country. Like, yeah, an oil change there, my dude. The, the, them shoes took me to, to Boston and back in 36 hours, uh, which is not a 36-hour trip. Uh, yeah. M- Merrill Moab 2 mids. That's, that's, that's my shit. And I need a new pair of them, too, but I can't afford that shit either because that's basically half a tire. Half a tire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One pair of those is half a tire. And I need somewhere between three and five, depending on which tire I go with. And go cheap. You only have to buy three. Because uh, I've got a full spare on my on my butt end that's never been used because the guy that I bought it from didn't believe in rotating and balancing, I guess. Wait, like his tires? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, the actual tires in the, the Jeep are fine, but he never rotated the fifth one in, which is kind of standard operating procedure. Like, you buy if, you, if you're going to buy five fresh tires for a Jeep, you rotate all five, not just four. Right? Makes sense. It, it does. Like, if, if you've gone through the trouble to buy five tires and five wheels that match, rotate all five. There we go. Um, but I he think... didn't, so I have uh, a full full size, you know, full tire ready to go that I can just take off my my ass in and put back on the jeep. So I can buy three and get away with it and rotate one of the current rough ones to the back. 
Or I could go for good tires and have to buy five of them. Or I yeah. guess I could take the spare off. It, it, I haven't heard ass end off yet. That's very, that's very weird. What do you mean? That someone wouldn't rotate their fucking extra tire. I, I didn't understand it. Maybe it, I mean, well, okay, so some people in the Jeep community think that there's something special to having, like, a pristine spare. I don't know why, but I've heard that from at least a couple of people that are Jeepers. Uh, you know, whatever. Jeepers. <laughs> Je Jeepsters. Jeebies. Jeepers. Creepers. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many Jeeps I've seen with Jeepers Creepers written on it somewhere? Too um, many. Too many because the director's a pedophile. One <laughs> one is too many. One is too many. I've seen more than one. That's, uh, that's way too many. We do, that's way, way too many. Um, and it wasn't even that good of a movie. Ugh, people. Anyway, so sticking, I guess, I guess uh, swimming, swapping back to something that's still Blizzard. Uh, so... <laughs> There's been a lot of there was a lot of memes on the WoW community because a lot of people got banned, like a lot of people got banned recently. Why? Over model mods, mods for models, and so nothing affecting gameplay, just cosmetic. But it still alters game files, therefore definitely against TOS. I mean, I'm I'm just asking for. Oh yes, it, it, well, the whole thing is it has those kind I'm of mods. I'm not defending it. I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> Those mods have the potential for it because blah 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 modifying game files, but what it is is a lot of them are like armor fixes, armor like as the old WoW armors were just like really shitty skins, and like it's been over a decade. Game design's come a long way since then, right. so some people like go in and change how armor looks, but all of those mods are only for yourself. Like only you can see the change, so you right. fix how that armor looks on you it has nothing to do with it doesn't teach anything else it's just for your visual satisfaction right but then there's also the people who like mod titties so i mean like it's kind of like <laughs> christ or if they want to if they want to play wow. if they want to be a hunter but they want to put on like i don't know a death knight a different class different everything armor set and stuff you can just there was a i think t-mog was one of the main ones essentially all you did was uh Type in whatever thing you wanted to wear, or at least what you wanted to see yourself wearing, and there that's what you were wearing. That's it. Like, it wasn't anything. But apparently things like that also, uh, you could change herbs. So you could make an herb spawn 5,000 times bigger than normal. So, like, when you're herbing around, you can see where these gigantic mountainous herbs are at. So you can go, <laughs> so you can go collect them much easier. Like, oh, look, there's one over there. There's one over there. <laughs> like, you're just fucking walking around. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of people are upset about that because, it, like, um, a lot of the RP community is what really mainly uses those kinds of mods. Okay. And um, they're six-month bans. Like, it's not just, like, oh, 30 days, like, six months. So if you get banned, does your your time still wind down? Like, if you if you have, like, well, I don't know how WoW time works anymore. I, I don't know if you, you still buy time. You still buy time. But that's why I'm, I don't know about if you've bought time. Like, if you pre-bought time. I'm like, oh, I put, I put. Six months, like I'm paid up for six months. I don't know if you get banned, if that time gets eaten, or if that time gets told. 
till later. It has to be in hell because they'd get sued to infinity and beyond otherwise. Let's see, Fadu says yes, it does, but I don't know what yes, it does means. Like, yes, it does what? It gets it, eaten. It get eaten. Oof. Wow, and they've not gotten sued for that. I mean, they broke TOS. Like, I don't think. I don't. I don't think. Still though, just taking people's money is a. Uh... You know, it's a hard line stance. Well, I'm, but I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's because they, it, it was if it was prepaid. I don't know if you can still continue to pay into a band account because, like, I would like I would always had a recurring uh, subscription. So I don't know if I got banned if it would still try to draw money because if I think if it did, I'd be really mad. Right. And that could be we a should, thing. We test it. I don't. I've been banned before. But it it was banned whenever my account got hacked. Like mm, I right, like I stopped playing. Wow, like I played from two thousand nine to two thousand eleven. In two thousand eleven, I stopped. But I came back at like the end of twenty twelve, beginning of twenty thirteen. And in that time, someone had taken my account, and I so I had to like get my account back. This and that, like. And they were like, "By the way, you're banned because you you were you were your account was taken by a cold farmer." And I was like, "Oh, my bad." <laughs> Whoops. I guess that's my fault. Like, all right, and they're like, "Yeah, don't worry, we're, we're gonna take that out because that wasn't you." Blah blah blah. Put two out two factor authentication. Okay, Good okay, plan. that's fine. That's fine. So I got my account back, and like my professions had changed, like. Mm-hmm. I became an herbalist, and I was like, cool, and an engineer. I was like, cool, like, let's do this, I guess. <coughs> it was an interesting time to come back to, to an account that technically, it was still mine, but it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine anymore. Right. But now it was mine again, so I had to, like, reclaim it. It was, it was interesting. I, had you lost anything of value? Or- no, because, again, bef- during those initial, those first two years, I didn't know anything, because the only person who was my Sherpa into the wild world was uh, Dustin. Uh, and Dustin is not a good Sherpa for that kind of game. Not a good Sherpa. Like, you need someone to kind of usher you in and guide you in. There's, there's, there's lore there. There's something behind there. You need to have someone who, who knows what the fuck they're doing. And he right. didn't. So you couldn't sit there. Here's how you do things. He didn't. He had no fucking clue. And it was around the time that uh, Wrath of Lich King, and that's when um, like things started changing. They added the looking for group, the group finder, and all this. Again, that's stuff that breaks the flow of how WoW was played at the time. Right. And so it was a changing landscape. He didn't even know what the fuck he was doing, so it's kind of like... It was the blind leading the blind, and then when I came back, I finally started started my WoW career in earnest. Like doing stuff, and it was it was it was a, it was a ride. But yeah, so a lot of people got banned, and so a lot of our peers are mad because there's there was a great meme because like a lot of play the where Stormwind's at the main Alliance city, like just to the south of it is a small little like hut called Goldshire, mm-hmm. and that's where most of the RP takes place. Like if you go to an RP server, you go to Goldshire, you'll see a lot of people, and there's like a, there's an NPC guard there, and then there's a meme of Goldshire with the NPC guard, and it says, 
It's like if it is, uh, they and they quote Star Wars. It's like it's like at a, a moment, millions of voices were were silenced, <laughs> and he, he's just there by himself in Goldshire, just like what the fuck happened? <laughs> okay. Good. Um, really, really a a uh, bad time for certain types of um, wild players, I think. But I mean, if people want to RP, like I don't, I don't know. I think that I think that WoW should be a little more open to modding. Just a little bit. At this point. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fucking. You gotta stay relevant somehow. I mean, it's kind of what I feel they did with like the Overwatch Workshop, where they're just kind of like, "You do it, then." Like we're gonna yeah. give you we're gonna give you as many tools as as possible without being. We want to focus on how to monetize this, and we need to focus on stuff like Overwatch League and shit like that, so you guys do all the creative stuff, and we'll just take the good stuff that you do. Thank you yeah. for it. I mean, that's what made Halo 3 last so fucking long. Like, oh, like, we're going to throw in Griff Ball. Like, fuck oh yeah, God, dude. Griff Ball. Give me any sport inside of my shooters, and I'll be happy. Like, we're good to go, dude. Again, Lucio Ball... Like Lucio Ball, master. I am a master of Lucio Ball. Get at mm-hmm. me. All that Rocket League preparation. All the Rocket League prep I've done. I've been training. I've been training for so long. Mort Ball. Mort Ball. Good times. So, off top, uh, something to do, not to do with gaming. Something that I read that I thought was a uh, fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this. Like, I was gonna post it for Lauren, but I was like, "Nah, I gotta save this one. I gotta save this one for ho- hopefully uh, hopefully Lauren to be watching or listening. Either way, it's fucking hilarious. I'll probably post it after. But here is the headline. You ready? Mm-hmm. A parrot tipped off drug dealers to a raid. Authorities say now he's in custody. They have arrested a parrot for narking. For narking. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, the parrot noticed the cops outside and said, Mama, police. And they were able to prep before the cops entered the house. He must have been trained for this. One officer involved in the operation said of the parents' attempt to interfere with law enforcement. As soon as the police got close, he started shouting. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're teaching Olive. I have to know how that training went, though, because you had to, like, all right, we're going to go to the costume shop. I was going to pick up police uniforms, right? And then, like,. When you see them, when you shout, like, so they, they approach, nothing. It's like, police, police, police. And they, they leave again. Then they step outside again. And then at some point, it becomes, mama, police. <laughs> you can tell she's not paying attention because she's not in here talking about it. <laughs> Uh, oh, but check this out. The bird's efforts were not successful, however. Footage of the raid's aftermath aired uh, shows police cataloging small bags of crack while the parrot sits obediently on the countertop next to a race car helmet and a glass bottle. Where but was it, this? Oh, oh, where was this? Um, 
Brazil. Okay, yeah, of course it was. I don't know why I asked that. Were they also off-duty cops? Oof. Uh, no, apparently people arrested uh, a man and a teenage girl. That's all that said. Oh. The teenage girl was the one who taught the parrot to say mama police? I guess so. Damn. I don't know. Either way, though, uh, after being taken into custody, the parrot did not say a word, remaining in total silence, even as law enforcement sought to loosen it up. You taught the bird not to nark to the cops either, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> Mama didn't raise no snitch. Clearly. Uh, clearly. <laughs> Good. Like, I understand... Uh- I understand teaching your dog to, like, bark at certain things or to not bark at certain things. But to teach your parrot, mama police. Right. Oof, that's okay. fucking... I, I've got I've got a, a similarly odd story. Okay. Uh, a, a, a rich collector in Florida, uh, like, this past week or so, mm-hmm. was murdered by his uh, pet cassowary. Uh, which is a, a very aggressive and deadly uh, flightless bird. Uh, and that cassowary is now being auctioned off along with the rest of his menagerie. Uh, which is particularly funny because you can buy the actual cassowary that murdered that dude if you just really want to own something that could literally murder you. I I just looked it up right now. And the the title of the article that I found... Because there's a lot of articles, obviously, about it. I'm but, sure. But it said, a giant bird killed its owner. Now it could be yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that's the most sensitive way to talk about, A, the death of somebody, and then B, the ridiculousness of having to auction off that bird. Look, man, there's no way you could have purchased a cassowary without knowing what a cassowary is capable of. So, like, he knew it could do that, and he was like, yep, I'm going to keep one of those very close to me anyway. Like, I'm aware of how deadly they are, and I make sure that the nearest one to me is in the zoo 30 miles away. I, I just think that it's, uh, it's uh, what what did he do to piss off this bird? Thanks, Lauren. I pissed it off. Uh, what? I don't know. It had, it had to... really pissed it off. Like, again... It's one of those things where, were you were you poking it? Like, were you sitting there like, hey, come here, come here, come here, come here. We're gonna do this or that. Like, and the bird was just like, fuck off. Like, trying to put a leash on it or some shit. Like, like what rich people would do. And of course, they it's do. a they Florida have man. Dino feet. It's a Florida man. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. That's where all of all of the worst states and all of their worst people. That's just Every southern state vacations there. New York sends all of their retirees there. Like, think about it. It's worst states. It's all of the worst states' worst people. This is these hashtag fuck Florida. World's most dangerous bird is what this one article. It, it is. That's not a joke. Is it the world's most dangerous bird? I yeah. would. I would have assumed that. No, hundred like, percent. One of the giant like hawks or eagles. 
that have flight and they could swoop down and fuck you up would be up there. But, okay, the castle, alright, cool, that's a thing. But, uh, that's hilarious. And that's, that's, that's tragic, because it's like, yeah, you're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb, dude. That was, that's dumb. But, like, and, and I've done some dumb things. I've done some pretty dumb things. But, but it's kind of like whenever, um, when someone goes, I had no idea that those tigers would fucking maul that guy. Like, you didn't? At all. There was no no hint. Like that lady that jumped in the leopard pen to get like a selfie or whatever and got yeah. fucked up. Or what did you think was going to happen? Or the lady who got, like, there was two layers of fence, right? And she jumped over the first one and she got close and then like a bear ripped her arm off. In Russia. Like it it, 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 caught, it fucked one, one arm up and literally tore the other one out from the socket. And it's like did you did you expect them to hug you or to to give you some cuddles? I bet they did. That's exactly what they expected. Like, cause that's like, oh, it'll be fun. Let's get up and pet it. Like it's an it's got fur. It's an animal like any other animal. No 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 no. Teddy bears after them if they weren't cute. <laughs> I've seen panda bears. They're cute. There's one behind you, Nick. That thing wouldn't kill me. That wouldn't fuck me up. Why now? Why would it? Why would it? I'm, so dumb. It's literally like they're animals. Like they're animals. Like even domesticated animals. They're still animals. They still have power. They still have. They have still some sort of self agency and self preservation. And and birds especially. Are, I mean, birds are the only species of animal weighs humans in one. Let's say that again. That does what? Birds are the only species that have ever waged war against humans and won. Oh, the the, the emu war. The emu war in Australia. Mm. Humans lost. We lost that war to emus. I don't want to say humans lost. Australians birds. lost. Like... <laughs> Australians are not humans. <laughs> it's, it's... That's our official stance here at the Overweight Nights. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't think they would have put up much of a fight, you know. Like, eh, is it really? Is it really a thing? Yeah, I know. I see it too. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that if if you were to say like, oh, the Americans lost to that, I would be shocked. If there were, if there was something that happened that that Americans were just like, oh man, we we lost. No, dude, they would have more people with more guns show up and be no, like, we, we would have nuked the fucking desert. <laughs> we would have <laughs> taken them Fuck out, you birds. <laughs> just boom, that's it, GGS. Like, and then we would we would celebrate. We would celebrate how awesome we are to have done that. Like isn't that great? We uh we nuke we nuked that ranch that that emu ranch. It's amazing. We did it. Did you know we used to have a parrot in the Carolinas and we hunted it to extinction? Isn't that the one that we used the big gun the the because remember they had that I remember I've seen the picture of uh like that gun that that would need to have like mounted on a boat 
Like an it, elephant gun. It's yeah, kind of, but it's like it was just one that shot a, a punt gun. Yeah, it just shot shot. Yeah, I, I think that was probably uh, 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 carrier pigeons, but may have been Carolina par- uh, Carolina parrots too. I don't know. We 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 fucked over a lot of bird species in America. We were really good at it. It's something that we we birds. were proud of. Right, like we could just we could extinct them like nobody else. We, I mean, if you if you want to get rid of a bird species, where are your guys? Where are your guys to come in and do it? America, fuck yeah! Here to cause the creation of extinction. Yeah, here to eliminate entire species. We're here to destroy the beauty of nature and put up a parking lot. Mm, <laughs> Oh, I I always find it weird that um when we look back at those 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 weird hunting times and they're like oh yeah let's get an even bigger gun it's like oh okay like if you look back and like, you think we can't hunt these efficiently we need more bullets faster I'm just I'm just shocked like when I looked at the picture of that that gun let me see if I can find that um. I'm pretty sure like punt guns are illegal for that that I, specific reason. I, is that is that what it's called a punt gun? And when it's a huge shotgun equivalent, the yeah, the bigger, yeah, the, yeah, the about punt guns. Yeah, I'm gonna show this on stream real quick. What I just I'm not actually a gun nut, but I know a thing or two. Like, look at that picture, dude. Oh my god. Yep. They're considered ungentlemanly. I know that much. All I know is that they they built a gun like for a giant, like for someone that's a uh... yeah th- that's a, a giant's uh, uh, coat shotgun. Yeah, their pistol. There's <laughs> Andre the Giant's sidearm. Uh, before they sawed the barrel off, right? <laughs> it's honestly the the craziest thing because look at those guys are wearing like those. Those dapper hats, the, the <laughs> then, look how fancy we are with our giant gun. Those va- those vaudeville hats, they come show, <laughs> come, come watch us hunt these guns, these ducks, with our brand new. We just really just don't like ducks. <laughs> Fuck you, duck. With our new punt gun, we can shoot many birds out of the sky. <laughs> come watch us kill many waterfowl and <laughs> and make a lot of meat <laughs> unusable. We can watch. Uh, we can wipe out whole families. Oh man! <laughs> I think that's yeah, that's the gun that they use to to wipe out multiple species. It was just so efficient. Yeah. It's like it's super good at killing little tiny things that fly around. It's just ouch. Bet they felt like really big dudes. I mean, probably. I mean, in one way, yeah. But I think you see that and you go, man, this is a necess- This is a very big gun. <laughs> We are we are very small. Like I said, there's nothing sporting about that. At least aim. The least you can do if you're gonna kill a living thing is aim at it. Like it's the very least. And that gun removes even that necessity. So so speaking of being ungentlemanly, because I figure that's a that's a that's a good way to. Transition, Hell yeah! I'm transition stoked here. for this segue. All right, that's, I mean, yeah, amazing segue. Speaking of being I'm here for it, 
<laughs> Speaking of being ungentlemanly, uh, here's here's a great article that I read. Right, R. R. Kelly loses civil court case after missing hearing. He lost his case because he just didn't show up. After he was found to not be able to afford bail, having only six hundred dollars in his account, a fan stepped up to pay for his bail, and then. The day of his hearing, he missed it, and therefore he lost. Now, is that really what happened, or did he just arrange for somebody to pay for his bail out of money he'd hidden away so nobody could take it? Uh, it's hard to say. The story goes. Because I honestly assumed that's what happened. Like, I only have $600, and he's like, oh, wink. Yeah, oh, this just random fan will come pay my $2 million bail. Where he got it from, uh, he's just rich that way. I mean, like, you know, duh. Like, have a secret account. Be like, dude, I'll pay you a retainer to just come bail me out with this money if I ever get arrested. I just hang out there, live at my crib, eat my food, hold on to my money. You can live the high life and just help me out. Maybe, maybe I'm just too paranoid and I'd be planning too hard, but, like, I might try that. There's always money <laughs> in the banana money. stand. There is always money did R. Kelly have his banana stand? Is the question. Did he have that stashed away? That's this is where this is where that money is. Oh, wink. Join the conversation on Twitter. Uh, hashtag R. Kelly's banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you drive the conversation. You create the story. You create the story, dude. I feel like I just want to go out there and tweet just that with no other context. Just see what happens. But yeah, he lost by default, and I think I think here's the strategy. I think here's here's what happened. So he he misses the court court date, and he gets convicted and gets put in jail. But because he lost by default, he never had to go through saying that he was guilty, or them proving he was guilty. Him losing. Yes, but it's a civil case. Like that shit gets decided outside of guilt. Like. OJ's not guilty, but he lost a civil case, so he owed shit. Yes, but that, I mean, that's my point, is that he can, he can now say, like, oh, well, the only reason I had to pay any money or do anything is because I didn't do anything with that girl. I just I just didn't show up. Like, these allegations aren't true because I, I just didn't show up. I mean, that's a distinction that nobody's going to give a shit about. His, his the people, uh, we were, uh, I just had this conversation with a buddy of mine, because I've been having this issue. He tweeted. He tweeted this morning. He tweeted this morning that he walked. He goes. I walked into this place, and Michael Jackson's playing on the radio, and it seems like no one else seems to like notice or care or have some sort of like reaction to it. Where he personally does, because he's like, he now since that documentary came out, it's kind of like there's a certain you know idea that you become more ethically minded more ethically minded with your media and stuff right like you you might not want to go back and watch revenge of the nerds because you know right you looked at it differently you, it's a different light now you right. michael jackson's music r kelly's music uh anything that jimmy savile did and for people in the uk like anytime it comes out that oh this person was a fucking monster Maybe like you you don't see the Bill Cosby show uh, fucking rerunning anywhere. That that is gone, right? Yeah, pretty much. So he we were having a conversation about um 
people if it doesn't affect their 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 day to day they usually don't care and it's a it's a not necessarily a problem but it's it's something that you can notice if you are someone who is socially minded where you're kind of like I don't want to I'm not going to listen to people who associate with um this the person or that person like I'm not going to let I'm not going to let Uh, the f- okay, here's another example. So the band Churches, I don't know if you've heard of them. They spell Churches with the V instead of the U. They came out and basically said, uh, we love Marshmallow, that DJ guy. They're like, we love Marshmallow. I am dropping frames apparently once again, and I don't know why. <clears throat> but anyway, so Churches came out and said, Oh, we love marshmallow, and but we find it really like messed up that you that you still associate with someone like Chris Brown and Tyga. Like, and you, you it's you shouldn't do that, like, and so it's, it became a big old uproar, and so like I've now had three different things happen relating to the same thing where here's here's the singer from Churches being very socially minded, right, and saying you shouldn't associate. Here's me saying it's okay to look back and think it's you shouldn't. Then my friend tweets about him entering and he and I have a conversation on Twitter over why is no one caring? Like it's kind of weird to just sit around and and think that oh, well the music's good enough that I can I can ignore child abuse. And it's kind of like that's the, that's how low the line is that you can be like cool. Yeah, but I like I like Thriller. So I think it's fine. When at a certain point you're kind of you gotta be like, either you have to acknowledge it at the same time, or whatever. But I got called I got I got called a, a a very a very negative person. I'm a very down person, and I was like, I don't I don't see that personally. That I don't I don't think that I'm a I mean I can be negative, but like, I don't think saying hey, uh. You probably you can you can enjoy the Cosby Show if you want to watch the Cosby Show. Fine. If you want to dissociate yourself from the person that he fucking is and slash was, fine. I don't care. But you have to kind of also acknowledge the fact that he's a terrible person. <laughs> like he did terrible things. He admitted it straight up. Like that's part of the court documents that came out. There was no oh justice for Cosby. Cosby admitted it. Yeah, I gave them quaaludes. I'm like, oh, okay, well, then you just admitted that you drugged them. Got it. Okay. And he was like, hey, it was the 70s, late 90s. It's like, yeah, it no. Like, no, dude. No, dude. It's not, it wasn't good. So it, it kind of comes down to, like, at, at what, 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 is, what is the line? What's the line for your ethically? That's a, that's a big question. It that's is. a really big question. Because... I mean, I don't think there's going to be one universal answer either. I don't think you're going to be able to say like, okay, you know, this is how it works for everyone going forward. Like, I think it's going to be case by case. I don't see any other way around that. Um, I think it also has to be a personal thing. Because I mean, like, well, like Revenge of the Nerds, that is an example. I'm not going to watch that again. It just it it made me really uncomfortable. Like seeing that gave me a visceral reaction that I don't want to experience again. Like I was really uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So I won't watch it again. Uh, and that's just going to happen. 
Michael Jackson's music is pervasive throughout our culture. It would be very hard to remove that entirely from your presence. You can certainly remove it from your personal presence, but... I mean, shit, man. It's, it's going to come on in movies and TV shows and shit. It's going to happen. What are you supposed mm -hmm. to do? Are you supposed to go running and hide? Like, that's that's not a realistic response. No. So what do you do? You just kind of grin and bear it. You recognize, okay, there can be, you know, you can even have an emotional connection to this song that has nothing to do with the artist and their personal life, but also recognize that, man, that artist did some fucked up shit. Like, I don't, I don't know how you handle that, really. It's... I think it also has to Again, be a it's personal case by thing. case. I think it has to be a personal you can, thing. You can you can probably very easily not experience a lot of Chris Brown's music in your day to day life and not have to worry about it. So like that one's gonna be easy. The Cosby Show is probably not gonna run on a TV show or on a TV network again. So you're probably not gonna just stumble across it. Those are gonna be easy things to avoid. You know, but but other stuff won't be. Well, because I mean, the 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 question then comes down to like someone like Chris Brown. Chris Brown is still young and still in the music industry he's still producing and it seems like the industry itself protects it because of this or that because of money essentially but like shouldn't it have been a like bigger like a bigger thing to be like yeah you're done like that should have been a career ending thing that happened should have been it should have been for a lot of people. Yeah, so. but I mean, but you're talking about how how recent that was, like because then people start arguing, and I've had people bring this up. Oh, so what? I'm not supposed to listen to things like the Beatles and stuff. I'm kind of like, here's the thing. That was definitely a different time, and it's okay to be like, okay, I still I still like you know, um, Aerosmith, even with the stuff that Steven Tyler did. But that doesn't mean I have to listen to any of his like new stuff or like continue to support him in that way, just because I like some of the shit he did back then. Or the Beatles, like John Lennon's not around anymore. Yes, I get it. He was not a good person. He was a piece of shit. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy the Beatles. Right. Uh, and I, I have a great uh, recent example. So there was a lot of shit that happened um, with. With one of my favorite bands, the lead, from the lead singer of Brand New, there were some accusations, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people were kind of like, well, fuck Brand New, blah, blah, blah. There were still other people in that band, right? Like, there, it was not just a solo artist thing that you can sit there and be like, okay, well, fuck Chris Brown. There was a collaborative effort there, and you still enjoy like the music, but you can still acknowledge that what the singer did was really shitty. Right. Right. Also, there's a lot more jobs that are supported by a band like that than just the people in the band. You know, you have an entire support system, an entire crew around them. And if you tell the band to fuck off, you're kind of telling them to fuck off, too, which is not necessarily saying you shouldn't do that in a certain situation. But it certainly adds another wrinkle. It, it just it just it gets cloudy for me. Is that is that just is that fair? To be like there's a yeah. bit of, there's a bit of cloudiness. I, I think I think that's what growing up is, is realizing that there are shades of gray every day like nothing is black and white anymore and it gets worse and worse every day well what i was told was stop being so sensitive and and, and one of the, the specific discussion was about movies and using my example of revenge of the nerds they were like there's nothing wrong with those movies I'm like, there's nothing wrong with revenge of the nerds that's what you're straight up telling me there's nothing that's wrong your with thesis. it like if you're gonna sit there and tell me that I'll, I, one i don't think you've seen it 
And then two... I, I can point to one scene in particular that I'm thinking of. I so. can... See, everyone points to that scene, but I can point to, like, everything leading up to that scene. Like, the penny raid thing. Yeah. That was already bad enough. But then during the penny raid, they set up cameras. So now here's this group of guys with illegal spy equipment watching them in the shower and in their, as they change... And then it's like, okay, so that itself is bad enough, but now they take that equipment and those images and sell them at the fair without their mm-hmm. consent. Mm-hmm. And they make and they they play it off like, look at how much money they're raising. <laughs> they play it off positively. And it's like, before we even get to the rape, you're over here, like doing some really fucking not cool things. Right. This is where you start. Yeah, and they're painted as the heroes. So it's kind of like, I can understand how that was in the 80s, where you didn't think that implication looked through. It was just that same boys will be boys, ha-ha. Well, right, because women weren't real people in those movies. They were just... Props and prizes. They were props and prizes. They were not people. Not in that movie. So, so if anybody brought any woman in, hey, what do you think of this script? She would have been like, hey, uh... Heroes or rapists. Sorry, but yeah. So I, but yeah, I was told. I was told that I was told that by women that I was being too sensitive. Blah blah blah. All this crazy. Sh- I'm just like, I don't think you guys have seen this movie. And if you have, like, I'm not understanding your stance. Like personally, I'm not understanding that I can. It's it's one of those things where you can sit there and say, oh, that was a product of its time. I'm not saying don't enjoy it. I'm not saying burn it. Like, oh. But I think that you looking at it as a more mature adult and still saying this is okay says a lot more about you than them when they made it. Like, right. it says a lot more. Like, when you watch, when you watch like, old stuff from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, right? You see some really, like, holy shit, this is really fucking, like, some sexist-ass shit. Just go down the AFI top hundred and see how many blackface you see. Like it's only a couple, but it's there. You have all sorts of problematic shit throughout history, right? And that was one of the one examples I get. Like we move on, our media moves on. Like we don't do minstrel shows anymore for a fucking reason. Like we moved on. They're not a good idea. And, and we we've moved on from trying to frame that behavior as positive for a comedy, like. We've 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 grown up a little bit, to a certain extent. We're also just more clever than that. Like we can do better than that. Yeah, we have to do better than that. I was I was told I was told people like me were ruining comedy, and I was like, if you can't find humor without needing to use that particular material, I think you need to either one rethink your humor. Or two, like just take a really good hard look at yourself and what you find funny, and why right. you might find it funny. Right. Like, there's, I think because the, the the entire conversation started with a, an article about Ace Ventura Pet Detective, and I think it was about the portrayal of uh, African tribes people. Oh, really? And I was like, okay, so they were just kind of like. I just assumed it was the trans issue. Was there a trans issue in, in Pet Detective? Again, I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. Like, that's why I think... Oh, yeah, 
the 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 main bad guy's uh, a trans woman. Like that that's the big reveal in the end, but they don't use the German Cool. It's very problematic. Is that how that Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the plots and like like going and watching that movie will make watching early. It's always sunny when they're talking to, about the tranny feel quaint. We'll be like, oh, that's cute. Like only a slightly problematic term that they're obviously misusing on purpose. Hang on, ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read the last paragraph of this plot synopsis of Pet Detective. Hit it. Hit it. Ventura strips Einhorn of her clothes to explo- expose her failure to completely change her sex, but fails until Marino points out a bulge in the back of Einhorn's underwear. Actually, Finkel's unchanged private's hidden out of view. This confirms that Finkel murdered Podactor after the latter had discovered Finkel's secret. Einhorn is arrested by the police under- after attacking Ventura, and Finkel's ring is identified to have a missing stone. Marino and Snowflake are welcomed back during halftime at the Super Bowl in a match between the Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles. Ventura tries to retrieve a valuable albino pigeon, but is scared off by the Eagles' mascot swoop, causing Ventura to attack him in retaliation. That's how the movie ends, revealing that someone had not fully transitioned. And now I understand that a little bit more is why that's a so apparently me saying that it's okay to look back because again i didn't read the article but i guess that was probably what the article was about probably. but my own my only thesis to comment on that particular article was it's okay to look look back at old media and acknowledge that things were different and we probably shouldn't frame certain things and certain people in certain ways anymore and I think doing that to someone who's transitioning probably is not the right thing. Probably I not. mean, that's, that's the thing that it completely ignores when people talk about this, especially from, from the other side, is that you don't understand how damaging it is to have stuff like this exist when there are children and young adults who are dealing with these issues. Like, it's it's not cool to I mean, reinforce and- these, these negative behaviors and these negative thoughts of people that are already struggling because there was a trend never seem to care about that there was a trend in the 80s where i mean it still kind of happens but not really to that extent but when you think of classic bad guys even from as far back as like the like the black and white like uh original wild wild west kind of days for some reason the 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 villain was always a little more feminine, a little more effeminate, like, right, f- typically foreign. So, like, just a foreign dandy kind of person, you know. That, and that's how, the, and it's kind of like that's where you reinforce that, that people like that are not good, right? And it's kind of like I, I can, I can get that, I can get that. You know, I understand that that's a that's a problem. But yeah, but I was having a discussion because. I was like, at what point is that a problem? And now to loop it back to R. Kelly, when you ask, like, that's not going to matter, who is it going to matter to? The people who still go, oh, well, but I like his music. <laughs> and not care the fact that this dude's been accused multiple times throughout the years. Those people are the ones that are going to be like, I don't care. Because I right. have literally had conversations with the people who say, 
I do not care. You guys are ruining comedy. And if you point out things about people's music, they're going to tell probably tell me you're ruining music. Right. Th- think about the people that have been through similar experiences to the victim of what R. Kelly's done. What you're telling them is, you know, you don't matter. Your 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 experience doesn't matter. I would rather just continue to support your abuser regardless of what they've done to you and what your experience is because fuck it, I don't really care. That's what you're telling them. I mean, it's it's just not okay. It's not okay. <sighs> and then Lauren just pointed out to me, which is also true. Someone may consider themselves fully transitioned even if they haven't gone through a sex change operation, but in the context of that story, that's the whole point: is that right. this person hasn't gone through that, therefore hasn't fully transitioned, and therefore that's why they're the person because had to be a man. You know, I, I, again, it's been so long. Is the point of that movie that it had to have been a man to to yes to murder? I yeah yeah. It's been forever. Like Jesus. Like, they couldn't figure out who it was because they – I can't remember what, what it was, but it just it had to be a dude. And when they realized that, oh, yep, she – she yeah, it just, it's just problematic. Okay. I, I, I get that now. Okay. I, I, I am on board. I am caught up. I, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. So I guess that – get off all that. Just to get off all that. We, we figured it out. All right, dude, we, we figured it out. Uh, I, I also read an interesting article, speaking of media. Speaking of media. A, a lost sequel to A Clockwork Orange was discovered in the original author's archives. Should it be published, do you think? What do you think? Uh, I mean, uh, should it be published? Yeah. Should it be? My personal opinion is no. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of a clip. I don't need any. Uh, will it be published? Probably. Should and could are different. Like, is there anything preventing it from being published? No. Well, I mean, so you don't you don't like a, you don't like a Clockwork Orange? No, no. It's it's torture porn. True, true. And and I have actually been tortured. I don't need any porn. If we're just gonna be frank here, like I don't need it. I don't. I, no, fuck that. It's just it's just strange. Uh, so it just said like it's not finished, but there's quite a lot there. If you put the book together, oh, you can see what might have been. It's like because okay, so we're gonna get the same kind of bastard bullshit that we got at a Harper Lee's estate. Like I'm not I'm not here for that either. Right. That's what I was about to say because the same kind of shit happened with Harper Lee. Well, they were like, oh, here's this thing that she she wrote it at the time. It's kind of like, well, if she didn't release it, maybe it's because she didn't want to. She didn't want to. She worked a long time on To Kill a Mocking. Long time. It was her only book. Like, should have left it there. Should have left it there. Right. And then, because they ruined, they, who do they, who do they ruin? They ruined, they ruined, uh. I didn't read it. I don't want to know. Like, I'm, I'm not interested in having. I mean, it's not, it's saying, it's not, it's not like it matters. It's just like, it's scout when she's I mean, I'm not saying you shit. can't tell me. I'm just saying, like, I didn't go into any knowledge of it, so I don't have any. Wasn't interested. I, I think it was one of those things where. Well, because you can, I still see, I still see the killing of Michael Murder as its own individual thing, and you, you, and that's all you need. 
But like, I think that she wrote this, and I think she probably saw it and probably thought, mm, no, and for good reason because it changes how you see, um, the father. Oh, Atticus. You, you you yeah you change how you see, how you view Atticus because instead of him being kind of more no just doing what's right, like doing right for right's sake, it became definitely more like painted as a. Uh, because I was obligated to. I just, right. I just, I just did the best that I could. Got it. And it's like, yeah, now you make him not seem as altruistic, and not as right. much of a hero figure the way that everyone has seen him forever. And I have a feeling that's why she didn't release it because she was like, probably not. That's yeah, probably not the case. Work. That's probably not not the direction I wanted to go for for Atticus. Which understood, especially not given the circumstances, like the whole like everyone deserves a fair trial thing, kind of makes sense if the person's guilty, right? But but we came out to the conclusion, not we came to the conclusion in the first book that he wasn't. So yeah, I I just thought it was weird. So you have this incomplete book, and it reminds me. Okay, so it reminds me of Harper Lee. Then it reminds me of Dr. Seuss's incomplete work. And then it reminds me of, like, Tolkien's unfinished shit. Douglas Adams uh, D- had D- an unfinished novel released. Like, how... good. Like, at what point do you just go, okay, stop? If you want to release something, just release the notes. Like, that I'd be interested in reading. Like, if you just reproduce, like, one of Tolkien's journals, yeah, I'd, I'd buy that. You can have the whole story laid out in there for me to just kind of peruse through his notes on. I'd rather see it in his hand anyway. Like, what? fine. Well, and it makes you think of, like, what if George R.R. Martin dies? Like, what are you going to do? Release his fucking Apple II, whatever it is he, he types on? Like, <laughs> his, his disconnected from the internet fucking TIE fighter type yeah. shit that he's just, like. Just release his MS DOS <laughs> machine as, like, a. <laughs> program and the exe you can run <laughs> just downloadable <laughs> here's the rest of the it's, song and ice and fire it's gonna take up 13 megabytes you're gonna be able to email it to you. Uh, it's gonna be great you're yeah. gonna text it to I'm, people i'm here for it let's, let's... <laughs> oh <laughs> here let me just let me let me just let me just text you the rest of game of thrones dude here, here you go dude you you did it you win you win my dude uh yeah, it just, it was just interesting that uh, that popped up, and then maybe think of all the the how do you pronounce it? Posthumous? Is that how you pronounce posthumous. it? Posthumous. Yeah, all the people's posthumous works to get released, and it's kind of like I don't know if I care. I don't know if I want I, to I, see your posthumous work. What I would like to see happen would be the the general. I I like that idea. Otherwise, no. Like, just stop. Again, don't we have anything new? Can we not do better than than the shit that people died not wanting to release yet? Well, I mean, like with Doctor Seuss, he just died before he was finished, and I get that. And that's why, again, same with George R. R. Martin. I'm just like, and I think what was the book series where the author died and someone else took over? There was a series where that that was a thing, where like he died book six or seven, and they went on to, like he laid out all the groundwork. Was, the, was that Wheel of Time? I think Wheel of Time. I think it was Wheel of Time. 
where he died and then made it to like book thirteen, like with right. with a, with a replacement writer. But because it's because he laid out such a great groundwork of what he wanted, where he wanted it to go. And it was somebody big too, like Sanderson or somebody who came in. And... Shit. Yeah, it was real time. Yeah. Lauren just confirmed it. Um, Preach, babe. But yeah, it was it was that. Like I could see that happening with with Martin because of the fact that he had to lay it out in a way for the show that I could see them taking his notes, taking everything that he's done and kind of reaching particular conclusions. Yeah. I mean, they've had to know for a while they were building towards for Mm -hmm. game of Thrones. So like that, that was kind of almost an insurance policy. Like if he never gets around to finishing it, fine, we we will have an uh, an ending. I mean, at least we'll get something, some sort of conclusion. I mean, we're already getting some stuff, I guess. I mean, now it's that those theories are getting confirmed left and right. <laughs> it's almost boring at this point. Like, I kind of miss when there were so many theories that could still be possible that we didn't really know what it was. I mean, that's that's where that's we, where we were just in limbo. Like, I, I read the book like in two thousand five. Uh, is when I first started reading them. Mm-hmm. Like some of these things I've been sitting on for a long time, and like I kind of miss waiting to find out. I I find I I I I'm not in the same boat. I'm not in the same boat. Fuck out of here, moth. Like because it, it, it's uh, it's one of those things where I understand it's bittersweet. I can understand it's, it'd be it'd be bittersweet, but like at some point, like come on, I just I just I just need to know. I just need to know yeah, who's. I just, I just kind of miss speculating. Okay, uh, non spoilers though. Uh, prediction on who's going to die this weekend? Uh, I, I know for for anyone anyone listening in the audio podcast, you've already seen it. Uh, anyone watching it on YouTube, you've already seen it. But we haven't seen it because it's uh, Friday live on on Twitch, where you guys should be. Dreading in the conversation. Um, but predictions. Uh, who predictions. Who's gonna die? Who dies? Who's first death? I I don't know. I I really haven't speculated that much. I I more just kind of want to see the ride, like for the. Thanos, Thanos will die, maybe. Dude, spoilers. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. John, John, John Snow. You know that? I mean, what would be the most shocking death? Not the most gruesome, because they can make any death of those gruesome. Because a lot of people have beloved characters. Because, like, if you had a little Mormont girl get completely fucking. Decimated on screen, it would be tragic as fuck. That would be a little rough. That'd be a little messed up. That'd be so way too much child murder as it is. But a little Mormont girl was kind of out there, like I'm out there to fight, and then she gets like torn to shreds by by White Walkers. It would be the most like devastating, like emotional, like wrenching, like ugh. Like why? Why did you do the the worst since the last most gut wrenching death? Like. Right, like on a, sc- on a scale of of, of fucking no, like uh, Shireen to Ned, what is she for? 
Where does she fall on that scale? <laughs> you know, somewhere in there. I don't know, man. Like, I, I think the... Like, if, uh... If... I, I, don't, I don't think Tormund's gonna make it out alive. Well, okay, so... Speaking of things that are problematic, I was told that Tormund's problematic. Because his... Because he's aggressively sexually pursuing someone? Yes, who has denied him. And he's still, like, being very pushy, not accepting no for an answer. And I was kind of like... And my only thought was... My only thought was... I I think that's where the gray area comes in. Because so he I, is... Because you have to think of the, the context of that world. Where arranged marriage is rape and killing and this and that. And, like, here's a guy who wants to be respectful... And he understands that he was told no, but he still wants to pursue it. It's not like he then took her and raped her. It wasn't any of that shit. Well, he, he respects he's her. He's trying to court her. He's, re- he's trying, trying to, to her. respect her. Respect her. Respect her. He's trying to respect her. What's interesting, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about this this past week, and she read it as, uh, as Brienne not even necessarily not into it. That was her interpretation. Now, I, I read it as, as he's very much not into it and trying very hard to turn him away while also being polite. Uh, because I've been there. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting that I, I've had people that read it differently, that, that maybe she wasn't necessarily unopposed to it, which is interesting. I'm trying to think back if she ever actually said, no, I'm not interested. Not that that changes anything, folks. Just that I'm curious. I just think that if you take it to the context of the world, like someone was because saying, world, he's downright a feminist, but like that doesn't make it necessarily okay in the grand scheme of things. But, I'm, I'm not you know, saying it's, that it's okay. I'm saying that right. like it's interesting as part of the narrative. It makes it, sense that Tormund would be more focused on actually trying to like court her instead of steal her yeah. away and take her. He's trying to prove his worth and show like, hey, this is about like. Like, I, yeah, like, he probably needs to pump the brakes a little bit, but also, like, could be a whole lot worse. Like, because then in the same breath, these same people are like, I could see Jamie, Jamie and Brienne together. And I was like, you want to ship the guy who whose arc has taken him to a much better place, but you understand, like, where he started from was a bad place, right? Like, it was an awful place. And, I'm not sure I read any of that between them being sexual. I, I I could very easily see his affection for her as just being pure admiration and, and appreciation. Yes, but I'm saying they're the ones that are kind of like, oh, I could ship that kind of thing. Like, I see that happening. And it's like, but, but Tormon, who's trying his goddamn hardest to be, like, respectful, he's trying like he's not because he, again someone who's a wildling who who ha, people have this thought of of like they're just savages blah 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 here he is saying like like yes other people might not think you as beautiful but you are Brienne the beautiful to me like to me I see you that way and he's trying right. to compliment her and he's trying to do this and it's like okay she said no but you can't necessarily put that same context of our society like within the rules of their society that is next level like holy shit respect but in our society no and like you have to kind of know the 
the dissonance between those two things where well where is this happening in 2019 our our world yeah that would probably be a yikes and you need to stop you need to fucking back off but in the yeah. game of thrones world he's like damn that's like, you're right in in their world he's a damn right feminist like <laughs> i don't know i i what, my interpretation of what's going on changes depending on where he plays out but I feel like they've just tried to make him seem more ridiculous in his attempts so that they can distance him and Brienne to, to give an opening for her, him and Jamie. Or for her and Jamie, rather. Him and Jamie. <laughs> and now, Jamie. There's, now there's a look. There, there, there's a slip of the tongue. <laughs> there, yeah. There's an idea right uh, there. But no, I, think, I think they're trying to, to make it more natural that it's going to be Brienne and Jamie who end up in some sort of, like... In scenario, like I, I feel like their characters are kind of intertwined to the end. And in order to make Tormund's shit from last season not seem so serious, I have to make him seem more ridiculous now. That that was my kind of interpretation of what's going on there. I can see uh, that. You know what I mean? Like, just okay. Well, you know, we were kind of playing it serious last season. Now we'll play it silly, so people will go, "Oh yeah, no, he can't possibly be with Brienne. Like she, she's not into it." And you're like, "Okay, cool." I mean, I, I guess it's just uh, it's it's one of those things where you see how everyone's relationships are, are kind of because you because you know you know that there's a it's coming to an end, you know it's coming to an end. Yep. So we got four episodes left, something like that. But you know that they're gonna maybe not necessarily wrap things up because I don't think that they're gonna wrap up every fucking plot thread on the planet. It'd be impossible. And I would I I'm fine with things being left open post show you know keep 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 the keep the buzz going keep the keep the ideas alive you can't just say and then everyone died like yeah like if if the white walkers win it's gonna be a really unsatisfying like oh i waited how long cool it just be like yep the natural expect expected in just kind of happened and the time of man had passed like oh cool this is like it'd be like <laughs> it'd be like if it built up to the very last episode the last episode was just somebody sitting there telling you like okay so then the white walkers won and everybody died but then it didn't really matter because global warming happened and the whole planet ended up as just like one big barren rock after like two so like right there's just like there's a certain long enough timeline that, like, it made me mad. When you start looking at a long enough timeline, you become way too nihilistic, and it's 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 dumb. Of course, etc. 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 Like someone was like, "Uh, I don't care about end game spoilers. Everyone dies eventually." Like, yes, you're right. Everyone eventually dies. I don't. That's not how. Who gives a fuck? Who, who who dies and who doesn't die is not the point of Endgame. It's the story. How it happens and what the results are is what's interesting. So knowing who dies even is not necessarily. Yeah, but they'll all be dead in about two hundred years anyway. Who fucking cares? We're all going to be dead in the heat death of the universe in just a couple of billion years. It's fine. Like let like, us, like let people enjoy things. Right. Shh. Like shh, like it's okay. Like yeah, that's the key takeaway. Let people enjoy things. Like if if some if, if there's a problem, let me know. Like again, when I first saw certain things, I didn't see a problem, and that's a thing for me to personally grow. And I can and I'm okay with you pointing that out. And then I go, oh shit, you know what? 
you know what? You're right. And I, you have to be mature enough to have that sort of internal reflection and be like, yeah, I I can understand why this is not right. Like, and probably rethink it. Because, again, we're, we're, we all have to grow as people. We all have to grow as people at some point. But if, if, if something that's not that problematic, blah, 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 like, let me just watch it and enjoy my 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 superhero movie. Who? Why do you care? Why do you care? You didn't even care about these properties ten years ago. Like, just let me enjoy this movie. Like that, that was the weird thing. Whenever Iron Man was first coming out, everyone was kind of like, "There's a majority of people were like, Iron Man, who the fuck is that?" But there was a lot of people who were into him. I was into Iron Man because and Captain America because of the arcade game, The Avengers. Like, I was like, okay. I liked Hawkeye, I was in the Captain America, give me some Iron Man, I was like, this is fucking cool. The first, the first guy, enemy was like, uh, the, the, the tornado guy, and it was the best, because like, when he, when he would like, he'd go and like, do a whirlwind across the screen, because there's an arcane beat him up, you know? But okay. like, but the guy, he would then stop, and you go, <laughs> like, that was his exact laugh. Like, if I can, <laughs> if I can find it, um... Uh, <laughs> I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could find it quick enough. I don't know if I'll be able to find it quick enough. But the uh, the first boss. Oh, uh, it's all just the uh, of the playground. Oh, I mean, it's just all, all these full playthroughs. Right. No, just like for whatever reason, the comic books that I read the most growing up were Batman and Hulk comics, and so Hulk gets a lot of interaction with a bunch of different Marvel heroes. So you end up reading other stuff too. So when Iron Man came out, I was stoked about it. Like, I mean, Junior, I mean, I don't know. He, he was a good actor before the whole meltdown, so odds are he was going to do a good job. Yeah. We, knew that, we, we still knew at that point that, that Edgar Wright was working on Ant-Man, so I was kind of excited about that. Never happened, but I was excited about it. Oh, check it out. You cannot escape. Uh -huh. Oh my god. Or maybe he didn't laugh. Maybe that's just me thinking of things. I don't know. Or maybe this this playthrough was just so good <laughs> that he never gets to the point where he laughs because he's already down to most of his health. Like, it's crazy. No, see, the, the game, the beat-em-up I grew up playing with uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time game on the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he killed them way too fast for even get to that. Whatever. That's fine. But yeah, so he just stands there like, haha. Like, and so, and you even see my clip, Iron Man's in it. That's where I'm just in. I'm in to win. Right. They're making an Iron Man movie. I love Iron Man. Like, I've seen every other bad comic book movie. Like, like The Phantom. And, and, and. and... Isn't that the one with Billy Zane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie. It was I, Billy I know. fucking Zane. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I watched all those weird old comic book movies. So like, Iron Man's coming out, cool. Let's do it. Like, saw it in theaters opening week, uh, and it blew me away. I've seen every one of the Marvel movies in theaters. Every one. I think I think the only one I didn't because of particular time constraints. I think was one of the the better ones. But luckily, I got to see it in like on a, on a replay because like, there's a theater that, that plays like movies after the fact. 
mm-hmm. uh, was Thor Ragnarok. Like I saw it at home before, then going back to see it in theaters. Okay. So that that was that I mean, was an interesting I, one. It's crazy. I see. I mean, because the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been going for so long now that like, I think I've been on at least two different first dates that were at Marvel movies. Two thousand eight to now, eleven years. I can I can see that. I can see that. I, I definitely, I definitely went on a first date to see the Avengers. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Then I definitely went. Let's see. On a different first date for Guardians of the Galaxy, which would have been like what? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So two years later. That, mm-hmm. that scans. Yeah. That makes sense. So I, I've probably seen it with five different uh, people. people. Genders make th- things hard. <laughs> That's interesting. Partners, five different former dates. Dates. Yeah. And you're the dater. Four, four <laughs> chicks and a dude. Whatever you want to call that. Uh, a sitcom. A sitcom. Ha ha! A sitcom of people. <laughs> I call that a pilot for thirteen episodes. Uh, so apropos of nothing, like I know we got to wrap this up, but I got, yes. I got, it's late. I got, a, I got a certain complaint. So, okay. spill the tea. People, it, 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 anybody who who thinks that you enter a workforce, and if you think that you're off time is more valuable than someone else's off time because they don't have kids or they're not married or they're not even have a significant other. If you think that their off time is less important, like that means that they should have to work more or they should be the ones that get called in or they're the ones that have to cover shifts. If you honestly think that, I probably think you're a piece of shit person. Because I've had to deal with that. Here's the fun part. You might be a piece of shit person. It might be true about you. It, it, it might no, be... like that. That's very uh, shitty. It's very shitty. Well, I mean, it's something that I've had to deal with since I started working. Ever was, oh well, you know, like why don't you call him in? Because you know he doesn't have kids or anything, and it's like, so that means that fuck me. Like I gotta work the the double this and that. Like no, like if I want to go home. And do nothing. That's a, what I should be able to choose, and be and you got to be okay I mean, with. I, I I don't really have that same experience, I guess, because like take all those opportunities. Like that's part of my my strategy for work. That's why I'm always the boss everywhere I work. Well, it, it's still one of those things where I can I can do a great job, but I think that if you're gonna tell me that I need to be working. You know, an eighty-hour week because someone else doesn't want to even come in because you're always short-handed because oh well this and that. Like no, I don't think it's my necessarily job, or I don't think it's anyone else's job too who doesn't have kids to have to burden that at any sort of employment because they don't have kids. Right, like if your if your job schedules you from X to X or X to Y, it's like you should be able to be okay with them saying, 
I'm going to work the hours that you've scheduled me. If you would like me to work more, schedule me more. And that instead of having to be like, oh, okay, well, can you cover? I can't. Like, I, I got stuff I got to do. I'm going to hang out with friends. I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to go do whatever the fuck it is I want. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, but... Like, no, that should be the end of that conversation. Like, oh, but, but you don't have kids. Nope, that, that doesn't matter. That should not matter. If I'm saying that I don't want to or I can't, you can't just say, like, oh, well, why? It's not like you have kids or anything. Like, what if I, what if I want to go watch a movie and I already had it planned out? It's none of your... Yes, yeah, it's none of your fucking business what I do outside of these walls. But I, that's something that I've had to deal with, and it just something that like it it just angers me because like I'm like I because I, again I am like you were I I'll, I'll go in most of the time most of the time I will because a lot yep. of a lot of times I don't maybe I don't have something planned but if I do I should not have to be like questioned on it because right. I don't have kids and it's just like. Right. Ew. Unless you're unless you're offering something, if it's hey, I'll pay you twenty bucks to cover my shift, like then maybe we'll have a conversation. But you have to offer something. My time is valuable. And that, that, I just thought it was weird because like I was told like, well, I mean, it's not like you're married, I and mean, <laughs> it's like, so, right? That means I only have my time to invest in into my household. So like. I don't have somebody else that can clean up the house when I'm not there. So maybe that's what I'm having to do. Maybe I have to go find a wife. How am I going to do that if I'm keeping? <laughs> oh, so how come how come you're even single your entire life? Why, well, why don't you care about my future children? I can't have them if you make me a. I can't make more babies. I can't make a baby here. Well, I could. Like I, I can come up with a ridiculous response. It's pretty much my forte. <laughs> Morte's forte. Morte's forte. It's fuck. That would be a great that's a segment. segment. That's a great segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what we're going to do with it, but we're going to have to develop that one. We're going to have to do something with that. That's, a, that's, that's too good of a rhyming scheme to let go. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so right, we got uh, to wrap, we, we wrap this up. We got to wrap this up. Gonna, like, gonna look, catch, I'm tired. I'm falling asleep. Catch you guys later. Do it. <laughs> uh thanks thanks everybody uh catch you next week and uh we'll see what happens see we'll see who the first one to die is uh probably still won't be talking about endgame because it'll be still pretty fresh and it'll still be too early for folks it's way too fresh we might reference it like a yes or no watch it don't watch it but you know everyone's gonna say watch it because we'll, we'll give a spoiler free opinion Catch you next week. I know we started late uh, this week, but we'll try again to start next week. Maybe we'll have more people. Probably Tony. Uh, see if Pot's available. But thanks, everybody. Catch you next week.